0: I'm so confused. Alright, let's get ready to record. I'll show you guys that. Wow. Alright,
1: I was recording that whole bit. We've been going on for six and a half minutes now.
0: Oh boy. Alright, let's dive in. Yeah, some of this will be served as our little entry <laughs> convo. So, hey, welcome to Razzle Dazzle, a podcast about video games and pop culture with an emphasis on our favorites.
2: All right, it's Razzle Dazzle time. I'm your host, Jared. And I'm Patrick. That's our sound guy, Joe. I am so not editing this. And that's our graphic designer, Giselle.
3: This is pure chaos right now.
2: Yeah, we're we're going off at a great start. We're having a good time. How are we? I'm vibing. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: I don't have
3: to agree. Just straight up vibing.
0: Straight up vibing. Mm-hmm.
3: All
2: right. All so, right. who's who's just who's just... Or we going to get
0: into it? Who's going to start? I mean, I'm cool with just getting into it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Giselle.
3: Okay, today we're here to talk about Iron Man, the Iron Avenger, the Armored Avenger, one of my personal favorite um, MCU and comic characters. Like, I don't know why, but something about him just resonates with me because I think he's so cool. He literally built his own superpowers, essentially, which I think is awesome. Plus, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it is implied That he was either neglected or abused by his father and family yeah (laughs) which is getting pretty dark yeah but his sense of entitlement that kind of grew from being neglected i could kind of resonate with that and i thought it was just so cool to see kind of his progression from abused and alone ostracized going to mit at 14 years old Mm -hmm. building dummy his first robot building his company i like dummy dummy was he is still alive yeah. in the MCU yeah but we have not seen him in past movies which makes me no, really
2: sad no I mean if about the whole neglecting stuff if I'm mm-hmm. not if I'm not mistaken that was like Ultron where we get to see that um,
1: the
0: in Endgame uh, he sees his dad he finally yeah. gets closure yeah. and like yeah. he, he like try, he like very clearly goes to have that interaction to be like am I a great <laughs> son yeah and it's like, oh man it, it hits so hard yeah uh, I loved it. I love it. Yeah. Endga- so, like, I used to Full be. spoilers. I used to. Oh, well, duh. We're talking about <laughs> Iron <laughs> yeah. Man.
3: Endgame broke the internet when it came out. So Yeah. All right. if they so, don't know uh, what happened, major end game
0: spoilers, major end game spoilers, major end game spoilers. Alright, yeah. cool. We can talk <laughs> about how he died. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Just straight up, not even any warning. I gave
0: them three warnings. I don't know what you're talking wow. about. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but we're not there yet. We're we dude, that but that endgame scene where he talks to his dad and is like that yeah. that hit different. Because mm-hmm. like for me personally, getting into some deep stuff. Uh, My parents aren't, like, didn't neglect me or whatever. They're just very much, like, uh, providing parents where they're going to focus super hard on working Mm -hmm. so that we can have the the life we wanted. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have that close relationship with my parents. But then, like, every now and then, I try to, like, catch myself being, like, like, trying to, like, catch their approval. Mm -hmm. And, like, now I know I have it. But, like... Growing up, I was like constantly do things to try to get that like, like, oh, you're doing great, Patrick. And so I can understand that wholly, especially from the dude who's like, who it like he is doing absolutely insane. There's no reason he needs to look to anybody for this approval. But as human beings, we have that person that we look for approval for. And for mm-hmm. Tony Stark, no matter what he did, he wanted approval from his dad, which mm-hmm. is just super cool. So he's a deep character, and he got that.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I will agree. He's, he is a deep character. He started off in the first Iron Man movie, which started his whole entire mm-hmm. cinematic universe, directed by Jon Favreau, who yes. is amazing. He is such a great guy. Who, um,
3: he's also helping to produce and direct The Mandalorian.
2: Yes, as so we all know. You can yeah. see
3: he has some cinematic genius to yeah.
2: Him.
0: Yeah. yeah. They're I mean, doing some crazy stuff with The Mandalorian. I yeah. don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, the thing for armored
1: crazy, characters. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: they're doing some crazy stuff for TV shows. Like they are breaking boundaries with The Mandalorian.
2: Yeah, this is like the first Star Wars live action series that we're getting that is of kind of movie quality. So it's not know. of kind of movie quality. I think
1: it is of movie quality. Exactly. Yeah, okay.
0: yeah. And they're they're putting like patented technologies into it. Right. I don't want to talk about it because it is kind of spoilers. But they they're doing some crazy stuff. And for any of you who are currently watching The Mandalorian, you know exactly what I'm mm. talking
2: about. Mm-hmm. Uh, sidetracked. This, this is totally unrelated, but yep. it's related to The Mandalorian. Um, when the first two episodes released, uh, my stepdad and I got uh, to go to, like, a preview or, or a premiere Ooh. at a movie theater to watch uh, the first two episodes again and episode three of the first season of Mandalorian, which, you know, it's new. So... It, it was such a great time. It was like downtown Miami, somewhere there, at like a really nice movie theater. We That's were surrounded sick. by other geeks and nerds that are in love mm-hmm. with the Mandalorian already and that are just excited. It was such a great time, that, you know. That
0: does sound really oh. cool. Yeah. But anyways, John
2: Favreau, amazing guy, amazing dude. He's very talented. Well, um, what I was gonna say was, Tony Stark start off as a terrible person, oh, as 100%. in not saying that his character is bad, but like his personality was just like. You know, all over the place. He was, he, sh- I don't
0: know if the intent was to make him an unlikable protagonist. Usually mm-hmm. you're not supposed to try to make your protagonist unlikable. Mm-hmm. But like, he very much was, like the idea behind it was that like, people don't like this guy,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Um which is, if you can make a likable protagonist that people also don't like, mm-hmm. that's already something. I mean, he's basically, he's kind of like an Elon Musk. Wow. Uh, he's the Elon Musk of the MCU. Okay. So like, p- some people, some people like him. But a lot of people don't like him. Right. At um, least
3: in the beginning. he In the yeah, beginning, yeah, 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 yeah. he very much is like that entitled, yeah. snobby, playboy, I'm going mean, to mess with you type.
2: I mean, the whole concept of I don't like you, so I'm going to fight you is like the premise of Iron Man 2. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Go but ahead. That
3: was more of Vanko's motivation yeah. than Tony's. Yeah, that's I mean, what I mean. Because, yeah. Oh, okay, because I was like, wait a minute, Tony in Iron Man Two has already kind of had his first come to Jesus moment. Yeah. He's more <laughs> humbled yeah, than yeah, yeah. An Iron Man. Yeah,
2: woman. man, like, um, what, what was it? What's his supervillain name?
3: Oh, Whiplash.
2: Whiplash. Yeah, he was like, I don't like him because of his backstory father. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So therefore, I am going to kill him. You know, that's that's like the, that whole premise. That yeah, Tony Stark, very powerful, very. Very all over the place. Very influential. There you go. Mm-hmm. And yet, start starting off, nobody likes him.
1: And the moment he changes, the moment his heart grew three sizes, mm. was the, when he saw his own name on the rocket that almost killed him. Yeah. That's like one of... I. Iron Man is one of my top favorite movies of all time. Because oh. it's maybe not the greatest superhero movie, but mm-hmm. it's a really, really good movie, period. Mm. It could stand alone as its own thing, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't have any complaints. Mm-hmm. But it started this whole... Thing and eventually he saved the universe. Bit of a stretch for uh for twelve years, but not, that's all right.
0: I, I Wait, would, what do you? Mean? I would say I would <laughs> say otherwise. What do you I mean? mean? Stops a terrorist
1: <laughs> <laughs> stops a terrorist organization in two thousand eight two thousand eighteen saves the universe. Yeah, okay. I mean I think mm-hmm. I think well, that's fair. you play fair. video games, so <laughs> I guess that's fair. You know, I mean,
0: because you have to you have to constantly keep like bringing up the story and like. You already, you already saved the world twice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, like, now he's got to save the universe. Yeah. Bro, there's going to be a movie that comes out next where he's saving the multiverse or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But he, he, he's, like, you have to have, like, bigger and bigger challenges as you go through. Because if, like, if he goes and does, like, a like an Ultron uh, and then, like, the next movie is, like...
3: A Doom... A Doctor Doom. Yeah,
0: it's it's mm. it's not gonna feel
1: as like There's it's gonna that, feel like he's yeah. downgraded mm-hmm. escalation. It's
0: like yeah. it's like when I saw like when you see uh, Spider Man in um, Homecoming in Civil War. Oh, um, and then the next movie is uh, I believe it was Homecoming. Actually. Yeah,
3: it Homecoming was, yeah. was the first standalone MCU Spider Man Sony movie. Mm-hmm. It felt like he
0: downgraded. Oh. it felt really? like he downgraded. Okay. beating up okay. Michael Keaton. He's fighting the strongest superheroes, and then and then he downgrades to Michael Keaton. To and New and York. York. But yeah, okay.
2: you so. also
3: have to keep in mind that in Civil War, they weren't putting up that strong of a fight because they did not have the intention to kill anyone. Mm. Michael Keaton was like, I know your identity. You know mine. You Stay have to die. Stay away from my daughter.
2: Die. Well, then again, uh, the Vulture, mm-hmm. or this uh, portrayal of the Vulture, he's more of a family man. He's doing what he's doing. After the attack on New York, after the Avengers movie, to support his family, to support, you know, also his workers and and such, you know, like he has his own reasons and I don't think he's necessarily a evil, bad guy. He's an anti-villain or anti-hero. Yeah. 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 No, anti-villain. Yeah, exactly. Or at least that's how he's portrayed in some ways. His intents aren't bad. Yeah.
0: But the
1: way he gets
0: to that goal is bad. Yes.
1: Okay. Here's an opinion about the vulture. (laughs) He is what Tony Stark could have ended up if he went down the wrong path. Yes. Yes.
2: Okay, okay. Let's talk about it. Go ahead.
1: He had selfish motivations, Mm -hmm. like Tony in the first movie. Mm -hmm. But instead of, and he used it to create something great and mechanical that, you know, he could use to take down things like his enemies. Mm -hmm. But instead of using it to do good, like Tony does by Iron Man, late Iron Man 1 and Iron Man 2 and so on, he just uses it to steal things. Right. you know he just he literally makes it so that he can grab something yoink and then fly away he's a
2: he's a scavenger he's a scavenger like a vulture
1: yeah and right. the the character parallels between the vulture um man what is that character's name whatever and tony stark are definitely there and you see it in the movie and a little bit in the comics too
0: okay for sure Yeah, I see what you mean. Kind of looking into. We've been mentioning a lot of superheroes. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's a lot of superheroes out there in both the Marvel and DC universes. Mm -hmm. I try to keep this Marvel specifically because we're talking about Iron Man. But you know what? Whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. Lots of superheroes. Superheroes have existed in these cinematic, comic universes. Some of them have not been very memorable. Their powers pretty meh. Some of them, their powers pretty good. But we're not going to focus on those guys because this game, we're going to rate the powers of a superhero from one, can't be a superhero with those powers, to ten, the power of a god. And let me just tell you now, I don't think any of these are above a six. Okay.
3: Okay. This is going to be interesting.
0: All right. First off, we got Squirrel Girl. I knew she was. I knew that.
2: I saw that coming.
1: Able to command legions of squirrels to do her bidding. She beat up Thanos. She She killed Deadpool.
3: Yeah. Yeah. She's pretty powerful, but it depends on what setting. She would mm. be so weak in a desert, but in, like, the forest, unstoppable.
1: Mm. Well, you could say the same thing about Spider-Man. What are you going to do if you put him yeah. on a flat place? You're right, you're right. <laughs> no buildings to swing off of. What's he going to do, w- Carl? When they said he was
0: going to be in, like, Venice, or this trailer showed him in Venice, I right. was like, how does that work? It is... The, the no buildings, buildings in Venice, Venice are, like, max three, four stories. But he was only there for, like, a day. Yeah. You know?
2: But, um, I mean, I just... They, they made it work. Squirrel Girl is extremely... I, I, my opinion, I'm basing this off that she killed literally the most powerful person in the Marvel we're Cinematic Universe. We're not talking Universe, about what they've or, done.
0: We, we're talking about we're rating their
2: powers. Okay.
3: Her powers allowed her to do that, though. Yeah. I think okay. she at least scores about an 8, at least. If
2: she can kill someone who has killed the entire Marvel Universe twice... She's pretty darn powerful. And
1: kissed death in front of Thanos. Yeah. Uh, Squirrel Girl's got a lot of balls. Hmm.
2: All right. All right. We'll put Squirrel. <laughs> she's got some we'll put she's, Squirrel Girl at an she's, she's nuts.
0: Oh, oh. All right. All right. Next up. We, next up, we got Arm Fall Off Boy. He's got detachable arms.
1: I've never heard oh, of him. Oh. I've heard of him. He's DC, and he is he DC, and yep. he just like beats people up with his severed arm. Yep. Oh, I, I, his I, I... severed
0: arms. He takes oh, off he, there's one. there's both of them? He can dual wield? He, he, he can well. dual wield if he had a, more <laughs>
1: arms, <laughs> but he can't dual wield He can no wield. <laughs> he was, like, kind of, like, golden or silver age, I think. Uh, I, all I know, uh, I just grabbed their
0: powers, and all his power is is that he's got detachable arms. Yeah, no, I'm gonna he I'm going to give sucked. him a two.
1: He's, like, a three s- at two. most.
0: I would say three. one. I would say one, too. At the very least... He's always
2: armed. His power. <laughs> oh oh gosh. my
0: gosh! Is this gonna be? This gonna happen for all of them? I'm gonna try. Oh my gosh! Cause like, uh, I don't like. I don't <laughs> like that anymore. I'm not liking our game anymore. <laughs> New game. We rate right. how
3: bad Jared's puns are.
0: <laughs> all right. Next up, we got Dog Welder. He welds dead heads, uh, dead dog heads, to his enemies'
1: faces. That sounds pretty rough. Dude. That sounds pretty metal.
0: <laughs> but that's it. That's that's all he
3: does. Jared, I hate you.
1: That sounds like Frank and Weenie the movie. Wait, did you say
0: that's rough? Yeah. Oh
2: my gosh!
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's like really macabre. Yeah, that's. I'm gonna yeah. give that a one. That's I don't like,
2: see any benefit to that. I mean,
1: that's like the peak of edgy faith. comics. Edgy comics, like mm-hmm. I'm evil, so I must take these drastic steps. Let's kill puppies. Also, it
3: seems like it would just defeat the purpose Because giving a human a dog head Which has no, sharper he
0: teeth He doesn't give them a dog head He welds a, dog's, a dead dog's head To their enemies' faces
3: But do they have control of the dead dog's face? I
0: don't think so Oh, then They, they just have a dead dog face on their face I'm just going to give that a 1 yeah. I don't, mm, It's just a, a 0 one. for me Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Next up, we got the red bee Trains attack bees to fight crime Okay that um, could be useful. I'm gonna I give that a five.
2: A dude. I would
3: say a five or a four. Now and a do
2: five. remember, bees die after one sting. Yeah. And she can command an entire swarm, like like that one person from. Not uh, not
0: command, train.
1: Oh. oh. man, it's a whole process. You gotta go to the bee dojo. Alright, three. The bee dojo. It's a three. Dojo. That's a three. Because like, what's the point in three. training?
3: A four. I would say four.
1: What's mm-hmm. the point in training it if it's just gonna die after its first battle?
0: Yeah, you gotta yeah. constantly yeah. be training your bees. Oh um, my god! It's definitely a power that takes maintenance. Yeah. Um, next up, my favorite. We got doorman. <laughs> can turn himself into a door to let people go into adjoining rooms.
2: That's actually pretty cool. Huh. That's actually pretty cool. I'm gonna give that a six. Yeah. Okay.
1: So he could like he's essentially a phaser. But walls.
2: understand yeah. for most walls, you can just like
0: break them down.
1: Uh, oh yeah. If, or you're or a if you want to be stealthy.
0: Or like yeah. Or, or like maybe like he's you like can
3: teleport. Out of a prison.
2: Like, there are a lot more useful powers that do this exact yeah, same thing. Yeah, but, like, let's say Solid Snake and him teamed up. You know? Stealth he's going to He's gonna help a lot. Um. Well, unfortunately, like they're for, not in the same universe. Like Although, I shield. could
0: imagine <laughs> Hideo Kojima doing a doorman.
2: Like, for shield agents uh, teaming up with this guy, I think that would be a good combo. Okay. I mean, I just, I'm going to give it a two.
3: Okay. I was going to say a three.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm cool with the I, I said six. Yeah, I'm going to stick with that. Six. Uh, okay. I mean,
3: for I stealth, mean, he could be good. Like yeah, you're for- Yeah. Or if it's visa. like
0: a secured mm-hmm. door, Right. Mm-hmm. like it's it's a very big utility power. Mm. Yeah. Like we'll only bring you onto missions sometimes. Yeah. yeah. He's not he's not gonna fight in civil war. No. <laughs> no. All right. Last one. Color kid can change the color of anything.
1: Hmm. 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 I mean, four. Four. That yep.
3: seems really. High. What are you gonna
2: do with? Changing colors. If if your villain is colorblind,
0: so how are you gonna beat a colorblind villain by changing colors? It li- he negates your
2: power because yeah. he's colorblind. What's he
3: gonna do? Be like, oh, this guy is wearing a shirt that's the wrong shade of gray. All
2: right, but does he have to be a superhero? I'm j- I'm
0: just saying to rate the power. All right, he's already um, a superhero.
2: Oh, he is a superhero. Uh, I'm still gonna give it a four. A four. I think. I think there are some things that can come out, come out of it, like some fourth wall breaking stuff while reading a comic. You know?
0: I don't know if, my I, my opinion, he's not a superhero. He's like... A guy with powers. He's like a freelance graphic designer. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. That, so where he goes and like makes graphics for companies and the company's like, actually, I'd prefer if that was red. And he's okay, like, I got you, go. you. Boom. No editing, just done. And they're like, oh, wow. Wow. There this, you go. This guy's power is
2: so cool. Yeah. We should hire him. Yeah. He's, He's could like not a fashion no. designer. Ooh. I Ooh. Think about that. I'm still giving it a four. Uh, nah. Imagine. I out of ten? Say. A four out of ten?
0: I would say a three. How is are you pushing it. How are you going to be a super. No, I'm going to give it a one. How can you be a super pa- hero by changing colors?
2: Not all heroes wear capes.
3: What does
0: that have to do with anything? <laughs> all
1: right. Well, this has been Raid Superpowers. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> then anyway. again. Tony doesn't have any superpowers. No. And he could take all of these fools in a heartbeat.
3: Okay. Tony doesn't have superpowers in the MCU, but in different Earth comics, he does. You know which one I'm talking about. One of my personal favorite Earths is Earth-616. You
2: that's- mean the main Earth? Yeah. Yeah, the main universe? hmm Yeah.
3: Well, it depends, because you have, like, Earth-999, you have that's, Earth- That's the- it's my favorite number, so I like to say it. Yeah, Earth, 616.
2: 616. That's the main yeah. comic universe. Yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, when he gets Extremis, he right? does develop technokinesis and the ability to fuse with his armor. Yes. So in that one, he does have superpowers, not by birth necessarily, but by creation. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the things that also makes him a really cool sort of different superhero than the rest of these. because. I don't care what everyone says about Batman. He's just a dude in a suit, you know? Uh, Tony, (laughs) uh, listen. But he fights for
2: justice.
3: And you think Tony Stark doesn't?
2: Oh, not all the time. He's not always a good person. Yeah, that's
3: true. He is very much...
0: I mean, the first scene in Iron Man, he's, like, just killing terrorists. Like, everyone's, like, freaking out. He's just, like, blasting dudes.
2: I mean, just, like, not even including the MCU. Like, in the comics, his history it's uh, shady yeah it, it's not like it's not black and white he mm-hmm. borderlines that line of being a hero and not especially in the Civil War uh, story storylines you know yeah. he, he like even takes it upon himself to help air quotes uh, Daredevil for example giving him his sight back that's not what Daredevil wants like he like uh, Matt Murdock instantly mm-hmm. like broke down and, and like he couldn't handle it you know so and Tony was like can but handle I it, it in a good way? Yeah, he could not. He could not. Like it was, it was like a terrible thing to do to Daredevil, to do to Matt Murdock, taking away his blindness, basically taking away his identity as being Daredevil. You know what I mean? I
0: mean, yeah, but then
2: he's stronger. And if if I'm but not, if I'm not, you also
3: have to take into account the fact that Matt Murdock's accident also gave him heightened senses. Yes, sight would be included if he didn't lose it. Mm. That would lead you to have, a lot you of. should sense
0: have given logo. him like a super suit. Sure, yeah. sure. That would have been more. If, helpful. if I'm
2: not mis- if I'm not mistaken, that's like You're the superior master? Iron Man storyline. I don't remember.
3: Yeah, superior Iron Man is where he gets Extremis, okay, um, okay, and okay. then sort of uses it, becomes Superior Iron Man, and then there's like that whole mini-comic run where he makes Extremis available to yeah. people, which I this is definitely one of the worst things that he could have done mm-hmm. because yeah. of how addictive it is, and he's charging people an Extremis subscription. What is right. Extremis? Ooh. Extremis is a... Uh, I don't know if it's a formula. I don't know how to describe it necessarily. It's a... Serum. I think that
1: more of as a virus. It's, it's not something. a virus because it, it be it's like not contagious serum? and it
3: can't be passed on. Mm. You have to be given a dose of extremis, which is, in, I guess you could say, a serum. Sure. It's. Steroids. Engin- yes. Yeah, essentially. It was created, imperfected by Maya Hansen, who was a scientist working under Aldrich Killian. AIM. Mm-hmm. And it was left imperfected because she could not figure out how to take away the side effects that were, like, really harmful because the body would e- reject it because of how it altered your DNA.
2: What okay. what what are the powers that go along with it?
3: Um, basically, you have enhanced super strength, right. regeneration, and the body's rejection phase causes you to, like, heat up to the point right. where most humans would self-destruct if they had too much of a dose or if their body just outright rejected it at the initial dosage given
1: like which we see in Iron Man 3. Yes. Yep. Like
2: they got heat powers and stuff like they can shoot heat rays and st- you know yeah it's like steroids mm-hmm. but, you're like, but you're like like uh, give inferno superpowers man. basically. Yeah 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 yeah. 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 Small super dose if, steroids. Superpowers steroids. If uh, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, is is this like a failed attempt to recreate the super soldier serum? Or no? Um,
3: no, in okay. some versions it is, oh, okay, right. but in some versions it's mostly created to help regenerate lost limbs right, and cure right. like genetic diseases because it does rewrite your genetic code. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, so, that
2: was the whole purpose of Iron Man three. Yes, because right,
3: gotcha. we see that Aldrich Killian in the flashback scene was canonically disabled, mm-hmm. and the vice president's young daughter is disabled, which is why the vice president works with Killian to. Force Maya to force Tony to perfect his serum. Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: it's like a whole thing. Uh-huh. It's a whole thing. Yeah, um, but speaking of MCU, Tony, um, like I, like I said before, he he's not a great character to begin with, and throughout the entirety of the MCU, he steadily learns and grows mm-hmm. um, as a character. He like his height came up until. Ultron and Civil War, where he like, kind of got a downfall. He kind of got kicked in the in the he in the be- stomach. He became not the bad guy,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but the one they didn't like.
2: Yeah, he was responsible for the turmoil. I
0: guess he became yeah. a corpo. Huh? He became a corpo. It's a word I like using because cyberpunk is starting to get popular. But like, because like, Shield was all like, "Grr, we can't have Buck going around," and he's like, "You know what, Shield? You're right." And he became a corpo. Well, he genuinely
1: thought he was he was doing the right thing. Oh yeah. Of yeah. So I don't I don't dislike his motivation. Oh, honestly, but at the same honestly he
0: he let's let's he he was doing the right thing.
3: He was. Like, he just had the wrong way of doing it. Because in Civil War, if you actually go back and analyze it, he is working for the government to pass the Sokovia bills and everything. Accords, yeah. yeah, the Sokovia Accords. Was that the government and or
0: Shield? government it was the government the okay.
3: u.n wanted or the security council yeah the security council wanted to pass the sokovia Accords, which is basically superhuman regulations on how a how the avengers should operate so they don't cross any sovereign nations laws government in
2: charge of the avengers ah yeah
3: basically security council was a subdivision of the u.n and security council would overlook the avengers
0: and he was doing what they wanted
3: Yes, because he thought that they needed accountability. Because he saw from his own arc that that's what people needed in order to not do anything motivated by selfish reason. To
0: like, like a smart, guy.
2: to like yeah, not to prevent another Ultron attack.
0: And then Captain America goes all anime protagonist like, he's my friend. I will fight for him. Mm-hmm. And but
3: if you look in Civil War, Tony never actively harms Bucky. Just tries to bring him into. Um, What's the word when you have someone, a criminal, captivity? In yes. Okay. Bring nice. him in custody. Cut. Bring him into custody without physical harm, mm. and he was fine with it. Even going so far as to sit in his little metal cubicle box mm-hmm. until you know you had um, like everyone just kind of, I guess, blow the pooch. Screw the pooch. That's right, the term. Right. Okay. In sure. essence, of we don't like you. We don't like these government laws. And Bucky went haywire, obviously, and it all just went wrong, in mm-hmm. essence. And ever since Captain America, the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. when he found out that Bucky was behind the murder of Tony Stark's parents, he hid that secret. It all comes out to light, and Tony basically loses his mind, which is very unprofessional. And
0: then gets beat
2: up. Yeah, basically. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But...
3: People, uh, there's a lot of theories. Do you think that Tony Stark was actively trying to kill Bucky in the bunker in Russia?
0: Ooh. Maybe at some point, but I think I think at some point he's like, you know, maybe I shouldn't. Well, maybe maybe one of those punches hit him hit him just hard enough to where he's like, oh, maybe I should. Maybe I need
2: a calm Can we down. really
1: can we really b- blame the guy for being upset that his best friend hid the secret that his other best friend killed his parents? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they just beat up an orphan for getting upset when mm-hmm. you think about it. I mean, come on, Cap. Be better than this.
2: It's, It, it really shows, it really humanizes Tony in that moment. Humanizes all of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as he found out, he was like, what? Did he you exploded. Know? You know? He exploded. He was
3: very calm until he asked Steve. Because the did first you know? line was, did you know? Yeah it's like, Tony, I, don't bullshit me, Rogers, did you know? Yeah, And you can see that he's already figuring out that Steve hid this from him because he would lose Tony's friendship, his influence, his money, everything. Mm. All of the support that Tony had funneled into the Avengers, which were essentially Steve Rogers' team.
2: But Tony never had any remorse towards it after. Like, he never, he wasn't, he didn't hold a grudge.
3: He... For finding out,
2: for uh, like he didn't hold a grudge against uh, uh, Cap and Bucky. Bucky.
3: Not necessarily. He kind yeah. of made his peace because that was kind of referenced in Infinity War, mm-hmm. and then in Endgame during that you know opening scene in the conference room yeah. where he has his explosion and kind of collapses. Mm-hmm. That was very cathartic because he had held on to this idea of well he knew but he never thought that I was important enough to know as well.
2: Right, sure.
3: And in Civil War, one of the first scenes that we see Tony in is him presenting barf.
2: Right. Yes, (laughs)
3: hold up, I have a theory about this. It's funny. Barf was created as sort of like a therapeutic technology to help PTSD victims cope with it, correct? Yeah,
2: like a VR type thing. Yes.
3: What if it was intended for Tony's own use because that's what he sees use it. But Bucky as well.
2: Mm, Who's to
3: say that Tony did not want Bucky to be put into custody to help him with barf. And that's why he was never volatile, never intentionally like violent towards him until that breaking moment. He still had this sense of this could help him because he knew that Steve was looking for Bucky.
2: So, so what, you're, what you're implying is Tony made Barf not only to help him but to help others, including Bucky, mm-hmm. to come over trauma that has happened in the past.
3: Yes, okay. because in um, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. it's implied that they keep Tony out of the loop because he's one of HYDRA's targets. It even shows right. on the screen, right. exactly, in the helicarrier. And then Age of Ultron, which happens after that, everyone talks There's subtle mentions of his search for Bucky and his, like, events that happen with Natasha and Sam. And during that moment, Tony reveals that he's working on Ultron to protect the Avengers and the world from another New York. Mm -hmm. And it's also heavily implied that Tony has been paying for all of the Avengers out of pocket Mm -hmm. and Steve's side quest himself. Because they also ask, any news on him? And it's like, no. Mm
2: I'm glad you brought up um, New York, and, like, that's his reasonings after that. Mm-hmm. It's it's no um, stretch to say that the entirety of MCU is uh, Tony's story. Yes. Right? Okay. Like, for the most part, the most. The Infinity it, it's, Saga. Yes. It's,
0: mm-hmm. I would say it's Tony and Cap. Right. Cap more so, he, ca- Captain America, serves as, like, his foil almost. Yes. Right. Um but it's it's kind of both of them. Uh, Cuz I mean you have like a big organization you're going to have l- peop- multiple people who try to take that leadership role mm-hmm. and then uh it is really Tony, but then Captain Mary's like, "All right, guys, I'm team captain." Yeah. And Tony's just like, because right, "I because I had the actual
2: rank." <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: But Tony never wanted to be team captain mm. because in the first Avengers movie he tells Nick Fury that he's not a team player yeah. in Iron Man 2 when he drops yeah. off Howard Stark's stuff too. And he never really wanted to be the leader. He just wanted to be, you know, like the R&D kind of research, development, tech support, essentially. And
2: that's what he does in he Avengers. Ser- he he serves
0: as like an executive to them. Sure. Whereas Captain America mm-hmm. is like the the, field. the leader. Like he's the executive behind it. Yeah. So when Captain America is like, oh, girl, you're not my boss. He's like, what? <laughs> excuse me
2: yeah <laughs> who's paying y'all <laughs> Yeah. are you guys familiar with the um 17 steps of the monomyth like the hero's journey oh, type oh thing? that. not thing.
0: it 12 mm-hmm. is it 12 the hero's journey i think it's
2: 12 all right but huh. well, regardless f- the hero's journey i think from iron man 1 mm-hmm. all the way up until Endgame, we see all of those steps take place yeah 12 stages yeah. you know oh 12 stages okay my bad uh, yeah, we get to see the rise, the fall, the C- conflicts, the, the climax. Call to the call to adventure. Yeah, mm-hmm. all of that unfold right before our eyes throughout these 10, 12 years of the Infinity Saga. I think that's great. And at the end of like Endgame, you know, the whole resolution to everything, mm-hmm. the person who brought back everyone from the original Snap and the the one who like saved the entire universe basically right just some dude The well, hulk
3: yeah right. but
2: you know just what i mean just a man you know but, what i mean but it was going to be a problem
0: again until yeah. tony stark was like haha mm. i win and die yeah
2: <laughs> and it took and it took like so long for him to just or he said this in the first movie i think you know the i am iron man yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? So. You guys know
0: Howard the Duck is in yes. Adventures? Yes. Yeah. He is. <laughs> it's yeah, so yeah. good. He's walking up with the rifle just waddles. He's in the background. Yeah. Uh, it's so many
1: great Easter eggs. I love it. I love it. I like that scene a lot because it's the first time he gets closure. He does something with good intention and it actually works out. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. every other time he did something with good intention, it went back and bit him.
2: Yeah. It backfired
1: from every single time. He yeah. makes a suit to try to help people. Oh, but I say come, Slade comes along and goes mm-hmm. like, I'll make my own suit and be less of a nice guy. Yeah. You know, he tries to incorporate some new technology in, um, Iron, Man two. in Iron Man 2. I mean, more or less, the Whiplash is just going after him because he's pissed.
2: If I'm not mistaken, yeah. um, Iron Man 2 is like him trying to be more... Controlling with his uh, technology, like yes. the arc reactor and stuff. But yet somehow this... Just this ash. other
1: Russian guy recreates
3: mm-hmm. it. Yes. The main... Con- the background conflict, I should say, in Iron Man 2 was Tony Stark versus the government. Because the mm. government, you know, this is a, like, threat to national security. And he goes, I have privatized world peace. Right.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's like, I win. Yeah. I'm the captain now. <laughs> and it's like, you want this
3: suit? Well, you can't have it. That yeah. entire courtroom yeah. scene. Yeah,
2: that's a great scene.
3: It is phenomenal. And I think it just really shows that, uh, kind of outlines how the world views Iron Man. Because so far we've seen it all through Tony's lens, you know? Tony with a good intention at mm-hmm. heart. And other countries, even America's own government sees mm-hmm. it as, hey, you own this piece of tech that uh, We is want it. Because we don't trust you with it, yeah. and we want to use it for our own sort of good. Yeah, that's fair.
0: Isn't that yeah. isn't that the movie where, like, that one general dude actually, like, becomes a character? The the <laughs> dude who gets a suit? Uh, you mean War Machine? Being, war Machine. Oh, that's yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Isn't, yeah, that, isn't that, like, feel. the first movie he actually, like, becomes a character? Yeah, or is yeah. that three? No, no that's, that's two. two. Okay.
2: Yeah. He
3: becomes War Machine, and then, you know, gets... Because now War Machine is in James Rhodes' property, mm-hmm. it is now under the government's property. They start to like mess with it and everything, and then whenever you get Hammer Tech involved, things go bad. Yeah. Venko planted a bug in it, takes down the system. So now that War Machine has a bad rep for being, you know, a war machine, in Iron Man 3 they bring it back as Iron Patriot.
1: I am Iron Patriot. Um, I don't think I'm I totally like it.
2: I don't. Th- I, don't th- I like War Machine it's better. Re- it's yeah. rebranding. <laughs> they yeah. they want
0: they wanted to give it a more a more family friendly tone. Right. right. The Iron Patriot. One of the best because decisions. Captain America wasn't like uh American Nazi slaughterer.
2: <laughs> he was Captain America. Yeah. You know, yeah it's yeah. friendly, patriotic name. So you gotta give it the Iron Maiden. One of the one of the best decisions I think they made like uh for, for the films is they replaced the original uh James Rhodes from yeah. the first Iron Man. Yes. You know? I didn't like him. Mm-hmm. Uh I know it's like for some some contract reasons. Yeah, some contract reasons that he Behind wanted more money than uh, Robert yes. Downey Jr. or whatever.
3: Well, he was the w- the original James Roode actor. Oh, I forget I don't know what his name, name I don't but know I his know his is. face in yeah. Th- yeah. He was the one to get Robert Downey Jr. To the audition to be Iron Man. Terrence
2: Howard. Yes.
3: Yeah. Terrence Howard was a friend of RDJ's who conv- who managed to get him an audition. Right, And he right, felt that right. he was owed more because he kind of introduced the new right. face, of the new Iron Man. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That caused some discrepancies. So when he went to bat for this higher pay, RDJ didn't. Right. And so they replaced him.
2: Yeah, with and Don, Don Cheadle, Don Cheadle. Yeah. which uh, I think great. is much better. He's oh, the, he's definitely. the perfect War Machine, in my opinion. He's awesome. He, he's just a great actor by himself. You know. He mm-hmm. is. So yeah, um, and I I guess it's I guess it's uh I should probably bring this up too that um. RDJ, before this role, uh, he was not in a good place.
3: He 100% was not. His acting career was basically ruined because of his drug addiction, which was started by his father. Right. Yeah, I think that's also why he was able to portray Tony Stark so well because he had the lifeline connection. Yes. And even Stan Lee, rest in peace because he's amazing, said that Tony Stark – or. Robert, Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Jr. was born to play Tony Stark.
2: See that—that's an example right there. Uh, that's an example of actors being themselves, their own person as the role they're playing. Like Bill Murray in every movie he is—he's Bill Murray. The Rock—he's The Rock. Ryan Reynolds—it's Ryan Reynolds. Robert Downey Jr. in Iron Man—he is still Robert Downey Jr. He—he he really brings himself into the movie and uh, throughout of him being. Iron Man and
0: Burger King, he became mm. a greater person. It's like that kid who mm-hmm. was set to be, a- or who was Aang for the Avatar movies. Oh, there you go. Uh, the I'm kid- uh, Sure. Ong. I hate
3: you so much right Ong. now. Uh, uh,
0: but he was like he, he like he he was set for this. He did like martial arts his like whole life or whatever, right. like kung fu style martial arts. Um, he like I believe he was going through cancer treatments that made him bald or something. Oh. He was naturally mm. bald. Um or chose to be bald. One of the two. I don't remember. But he he looked the part, he played the part, he acted the part. Like he he was mm. that like he had that air of like childish confidence that Aang has. Um and then like he was set to be this and it was gonna be like what took him off. And then and then while well, they they stopped making the movies because they yeah, were garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about those. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> they made one movie and they're like, oh, actually, you know, maybe we're not good at this.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're not going to have uh, the original writers and stuff on this? No? Oh, okay. Well,
0: yeah, that's, I mean, that's how usually movies go
2: anyway. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's sad. If, does anybody else have anything to say?
1: Well, a lot of his comic book story arcs are really, really good. Because mm-hmm. basically, in at least the solo series, that it's just, just Iron Man. He just keeps getting broken down. And he has to liter- sometimes literally build himself back up again. Yeah. Like deliverance. Yeah. Um, devil or is it demon in a bottle? One of those demon. two.
2: Demon. No, devil
1: demon. in a bottle.
3: No, demon in the bottle was the alcohol story arc. Yeah. The alcoholism one, yeah. Demon? Pretty sure it was demon in a bottle. And that was very humanizing for Tony. Yes. And... I think all of the writers and the actor, RDJ himself, very much brings out the idea that Tony is just a man in a tin can. Mm-hmm. There's a man underneath that armor, and we continually, every time you think he's Iron Man, he's unstoppable, he can do the anything. Invincible Iron Man. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And we Gosh, get pulled back yeah. to Tony mm-hmm. Stark himself, mm-hmm. and we see that he is just human.
2: That storyline was also very controversial at the time too. Mm-hmm. Just like
1: it's the first time alcoholism and a substance abuse was, you know, in a comic book. Yeah. Those are meant for kids, man. Yeah. But not, I, I think it was a really good story. Have
0: you seen the cover? for Oh, it? it's yes. wild. Oh, it's yeah. like he's like that. He looks like he's in a rough place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah. was. Uh, I would recommend googling this after uh, when you're able to, if you're listening. But like, man, <laughs> that that's a man right there.
2: Um, I also I just want to bring out just like this little piece of trivia. Um, when Stan Lee uh, first created Iron Man it was in a time where war was very mm-hmm. w- looked down upon like everybody hated war and stuff like that right so Stan Lee purposely created Tony to be you know who he is like uh, building. The war profiteer yeah exactly war, war dog personified and, and um, uh, Stan Lee said in like an interview about creating Tony story I'm not these aren't the exact words, but he says something around, like, these lines. He was like, I'm going to create a character that everybody hates so much and shove them shove it down their throats. You know, he says something along those lines, mm-hmm. and I think it's hilarious. And, you know, he he became Iron Man. He became one of the most popular, loved, beloved superheroes ever. I, I'd agree. He did. He succeeded
1: 100%. in what he was going to do.
0: Wonder who's gonna be because like, uh, man, that because like bef- it started off like the big superheroes Superman, and then like you go and you got your big superheroes Batman mm. and your big superheroes Captain America. But recently, over this past like eight years, the big superhero has been Iron Man. Yes, and uh-huh. rightfully so because it's he's actually a deep character whose story wasn't told five billion times, mm-hmm. um, only oh. about one billion. My mm-hmm. first,
1: I just remembered. My first exposure to the character of Iron Man was, do you remember, like, the animated series, Iron Man Armored Adventures? Yes. Oh, yeah. No. It was the weirdest thing ever, but it was awesome. Yeah. It was, like, the Black Panther was there. Yeah. Uh, Fantastic Four was there. It was just awesome. It was on, like, Nicktoons or something. It It was on Nick. I remember that. Okay. Interesting.
2: Yeah, it was fun. It was, right. it was a good
1: time. It was a good time. <laughs> what if Tony Stark was an angsty teen? Yeah. And I it was, loved oh it. really? Yeah.
2: <laughs> I like that. It was something. Alright. So I think I think we're gonna leave it off at that. I think we've said quite a bit. I think we've touched upon a lot of things. So thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Razzle Dazzle. Make sure to like us. And talk about this episode somewhere on the internet. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Razzle Dazzle Show. Like us, follow us, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Give us a rating. That'll be lovely. And we'll catch you on the next one. I love you three thousand. Oh, I love you three Why would you have to say that? See, listen. Ever <laughs> since that movie, I started saying that. Uh, like, oh, and I've noticed you say it yeah. quite a bit. Yeah, I try to popular popularize it. I wonder if people are going to say more now.
0: Uh, I, I uh, think I think it's missed its opportunity. Yeah, to yeah? it kind of
3: peaked around. That's
0: yeah. People were too. saying it a lot when the movie like yeah. came out, but then the it kind of. came
3: out I'm, about it too. I'm surprised really? it's
2: not as yeah. I, it's not as popular. I'm surprised.
0: I don't know whatever other goofy conversation right, we had right, but can not audio. You like a good like
3: Elmo impression?
0: Elmo? I used yeah. to. I don't know if I can like, anymore.
3: Elmo. What? I don't know. I don't know why I just <laughs> The only Elmo that.
1: fit I remember is when Uncle Jack died. Robert Ducky?
2: What? Uncle Jack? I can't wait to show Uncle Jack he's. Here. Wow. Is. Oh wow, that That's was That's not that. Awesome. But then, but then his dad's
1: like, "Well, son, Uncle Jack's not going to be there." because he's dead. And I'm like,
3: oh no. holy shit, Ammo goes for death, and the reality of his mortality.
2: That's, so that's not yeah. bad. That's, that's, so pretty good. Good. that's pretty good. That's, so good. that's yeah. pretty good. He has a father?
1: <laughs> In that one bit, yeah. <laughs>